We're back live from the Illinois State Fair. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. I think I'm going to have to get some uh, sunglasses. The sun's coming right in our face here as we broadcast across from the North American Midway, uh, right caddy corner here at the uh, Reich Pavilion for the WMAY booth, uh, where we've been broadcasting uh, all week and we'll be here all week because the weather looks absolutely gorgeous for the Illinois State Fair. You're talking a few clouds throughout the day today, but the high of 81, sunny tomorrow as well. Uh, but today is Ag Day. Not only do you have Willie Nelson on stage at the grandstand later on with El King, uh, you've got uh, all kinds of Ag Day events. And to talk about agriculture in some more detail, Illinois Farm Bureau President Richard Gieber joins us. Rich, thanks for taking time with us here at the Illinois State Fair. A gorgeous day and all kinds of events lined up. Good morning. Well, good morning, Greg. It's always a pleasure to visit with you and your listeners out in, in Radio Land. And, you know, what a great day here at the fair. Uh, you know, there's many times it's not this pleasant yeah. on the fairgrounds. Well, I, you know, I've, I've experienced fairs where there's been flooding. I've experienced fairs where people had to rush indoors because of uh, possible severe weather. I don't see that in the forecast here in the foreseeable uh, future. It looks sunny and beautiful. It's going to be a delightful day, and what a day to celebrate agriculture here on the fairgrounds in Springfield, Illinois. There's a lot of shows, animal shows going on. I was here Friday night for the uh, Junior Showmanship Contest. Just a great time. The kids really are put, given 110% effort in uh, showing not only their livestock, but their projects that they work so hard on uh, throughout the summer. Well, I'm looking forward to talking more about youth in agriculture and the importance of that, but uh, let's let's talk about some of the uh, the national items that are impacting farmers. You got the Inflation Reduction Act that Congress passed. Uh, President Joe Biden's expected to sign that. It's multi-pronged, deals with uh, tax increases on certain uh, businesses that are, make over 400000 even individuals making over 400000 uh, Also uh, invests a whole bunch of money, uh, tens of billions, like 300 some odd billion dollars in renewable energy projects and a variety of other things. How is this going to impact the farming community? Well, as, as you said, there's a lot of things in it that is good for agriculture, conservation programs, uh, uh, ethanol, biofuels, you know, the extension of the biofuels tax going forward is all really great for, for uh, not only American agriculture, but Illinois agriculture in particular, with the number of ethanol plants, biodiesel plants that we have right here throughout the Midwest and Illinois and Iowa in particular. But, you know, the, we're concerned about in our policy on Illinois Farm Bureau and American Farm Bureau really uh, gives us a uh, heartburn of what the tax implications are going to be for the long term. There always, I think, will be a trickle-down effect to the farm gate, you might say, uh, and the consumer. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. You know, there's over eight, 900 pages in, the, in this act. Um, I don't know too many people that have read it in its entirety, let alone understand all that's in it. There's a lot of rules that need to be written here um, in the in the days and the months to come so um, hang on fasten your seat belt and we'll be prepared to deal with it as it comes along well when we talk about um, you know, people making more than four hundred thousand dollars a year uh, the governor kind of uh, brushed that off yesterday and said hey this isn't going to impact the middle class it's going to impact the wealthy and included himself in that um, talk about the landscape of farmers though is it is it typical that uh, a farmer uh, it makes more than four hundred thousand dollars a year? And what does that ultimately mean to make four hundred thousand well, dollars or more a year? Well, with the the alternative minimum tax, we there could be opportunities there. And as we have seen, uh, particularly last year, as the uh, commodity prices increased 
And yes, input costs are high, but um, I'm sure that there were farms out there that made a lot of money. Farmers usually pay a lot of taxes, more in real estate taxes or property taxes probably, uh, but we'll just have to see how that impact trickles down and impacts agriculture going forward. We do worry about uh, you know, cyclical commodity prices, you know, what's the cure for high prices is high prices and they will go lower. We've seen that. You look back at 2012, the end of 2012 and 2013 after the drought, we saw exorbitant uh, commodity prices at that time and then they rolled back where uh, it was right at or under the cost of production. We're talking with Rich Giebert. He is the president of the Illinois Farm Bureau here live for the Illinois State Fair. It is Ag Day as this place comes to life and there's an Ag Day breakfast that uh, Rich is getting ready to, to rush off to after we talk more with him about uh, various things impacting agriculture. Uh, you talked a bit about inflation and the uh, input costs. Uh, one thing we've heard a lot about is uh, uh, fertilizer and uh, how much that's been increasing. Uh, just talk in general about uh, all of the increased costs that farmers are dealing with when it comes to inflation? Well, it's not only increased costs, but if you look at our fertilizer costs for us in Southern Illinois in particular, last spring we paid over $1,500 for a ton of anhydrous. The year before it was $700. Uh, so, you know, we've seen dramatic costs. P and K costs are, are high, urea costs, uh, UAN costs are, are exorbitant. You know, I, the corn crop I put out last spring, or our family put out, cost us over $750 an acre. Uh, tremendous amount of dollars, trade hands. Um, we, we handle a lot of money. Uh, don't get to keep much, uh, but uh, we're concerned about what are the prices going to be for this fall, particularly those in central Illinois that put their uh, anhydrous and, and a lot of fall application of, of, of uh, uh, nutrients. Um, what those costs are and what they're going to be. We worry about that. We worry about the availability of our crop protectants and, and being able to get them when we need them at the appropriate time uh, come spring for sure. Rich, uh, something else that uh, we definitely need to, to touch on is uh, youth farming, and uh, it's an issue that uh, has been kind of perennial. How do we get more young people into the farming uh, industry? Uh, and with all of the increased costs and even in, uh, increased uh, uh, interest rates, uh, it's got to be a, 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 a high hill to climb uh, if you're a young farmer looking to get into the industry. Absolutely, and it is tough. We've always had concerns. We've relayed that to the Secretary of Agriculture, to our legislative leaders in Springfield, when, or in Washington, D.C., when I was there the first part of July for American Farm Bureau board meeting, uh, of, of the impacts that this has, not only on, on, on the mature farmer, you might say, but young farmers being able to to uh, have access to ready cash, increase their operating loans because it costs more to operate this day and age. And then we're seeing the creep of interest rates going up, which impacts the bottom line uh, time and time again. I was talking to my lender the other day and a uh, 30-year fixed mortgage on, on farm ground is a little over 8.5% right now. So that's that's pretty tough. Yeah, and it seems almost uh, uh, insurmountable for some people if they're looking to get into the industry. Uh, we're talking with Rich Giebert. He is the president of the Illinois Farm Bureau. As we broadcast live from the Illinois State Fair, just across from the Carnival Midway, uh, northwest corner of the Reich Pavilion, I'm Greg Bishop with 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Uh, Rich, something else, too, that's uh, impacting farmers is uh, a an herbicide that the EPA has, uh, has looked at, and they've given all kinds of different rulings over the past few years. For those of us who are 
uh, lay people, so to speak, uh, in the uh, farming community. What does this mean exactly for uh, for farmers that uh, that may be using this herbicide? Well, it was announced um, uh, earlier this spring. US EPA would is going to re-register or looking at re-registering the herbicide called atrazine. They announced that they were going to lower the uh, restricted level of atrazine of from 15.1 point uh, parts per billion to 3.4 parts per billion. And that really limits uh, the access and the availability to agriculture to use this product. This product is an old product that we've worked with for years. Uh, we've used conservation practices, grass waterways and that to, uh, to, to meet the guidelines under the nutrient loss reduction strategy going forward. And I think farmers for the most part uh, respect it and we n learned how to deal with different products that we use on our farms. I was talking to my counterpart from Louisiana who raises a lot of sugarcane. If they lose the registration of atrazine, they are going to be severely impacted because that's one of the products that they've used for years and one of the only products that they use uh, in the production of sugarcane. Rich, would you be able to stick around for one more segment till 8.30? because I want to talk well you know what maybe maybe we just hold off uh, on the break just a little bit here uh, and talk about uh, energy uh, because this is, uh, this is something that's uh, impacting every sector uh, you've got uh, concerns of rolling blackouts that have been raised and it's not just uh, you know keeping the lights on at the farm and keeping the equipment on to make sure that uh, you know large livestock operations have the the the, the sustaining ability uh, to keep those operations going it's also gas diesel fuel is has been exorbitant uh, and and you guys don't have battery powered combines from what I understand right well I don't have one that's for sure and I haven't seen one <laughs> and I've been farming for 40 years but um, no it you know, energy costs are really impacting um, American agriculture. Our diesel fuel cost the first of March was right around three dollars a gallon. It didn't take long by the end of March; it was way over four and a half, five dollars a gallon. Uh, our, you know, we burn a lot of diesel fuel putting a crop in the ground. We do not; we do use. We're almost a 100% no-till, so we try to do what we have to do. But you're absolutely right. And livestock operations need electricity. You hear comments or, or, uh, from Ameren, Illinois in particular, says there could be rolling brownouts or blackouts. Um, that is, is serious for livestock operations because those fans need to, need to run. We need to continue to have water. Uh, and we use a lot of electricity to pump water, run our fans. You look on, 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 the, on the grain side. It comes. We're coming real close here. In the next 30 days, we'll be harvesting grain. We have to dry the grain. The availability of natural gas or LP gas to, to, to dry electricity to run our dryers and our fans. Um, it's <laughs> we cannot handle a blackout or a brownout. So, what should happen here? Uh, should there be a recognition of this? Uh, should there be kind of a uh, slowdown of the approach, at least Illinois is taking, with uh, you're looking at uh, shutting down coal-fired power plants by 2040, uh, and that's leading to less investments in keeping those things open uh, down the line? What, what, what's the Illinois Farm Bureau's position on on how to address this moving forward with 
all of the 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 pushing that's being done from uh, state leaders and from uh, leaders in Washington. Well, and in, in in my opinion, and our board has had conversations about this a number of times. Uh, we're we're not opposed to clean energy. I think there's opportunities. Uh, to get to where we can really use a lot of clean energy. You look at the renewable fuels, that's clean energy, whether it's biodiesel, ethanol, et cetera, going forward. But I think there's, we need to take a, a, a slower approach and try and transition over time to get where we need to do. We're going to have a power plant uh, near us in Randolph County that is going to be closing in 2025. It is, we've seen our electric rates jump from uh, six and seven cents a kilowatt to, to 22 cents a kilowatt hour, which really, again, there, the energy cost on our bottom lines really impacts of what we do and how we do it. And it's, if commodity prices drop uh, below the cost of production for corn, soybeans, wheat, whatever, or livestock, uh, that's another disadvantage that we're going to have to meet our obligation to pay our bills going forward. So all of those uh, costs impacting farmers and it's something they're dealing with every day uh, and you'll hear more about that of course uh, throughout the day here at Ag Day but also just highlighting all the important things that uh, the agriculture industry does for Illinois. It's a huge industry in the state uh, and it's integral to our civil society uh, making sure that we get food on our tables and uh, it's the hard work that Illinois farmers are doing. Illinois Farm Bureau President Richard Gieber, thanks so much for taking time with us this morning. Thanks. Thank you, Greg. My, my pleasure to be here with you today. And it's an absolutely gorgeous day so far at the Illinois State Fair as we look off into the Carnival Midway. The sun is out, a few clouds. It's just incredible. And Springfield's dependable five-day forecast has a high of 81, partly sunny today. Uh, cloudy overnight, but then sunny Wednesday with a high of 82. By Thursday, 83 the high with sunshine. Friday, few clouds in the forecast, but the high of 83. And Saturday, we do have a chance of showers and storms with the high of around 81. Right now, though, 66 degrees, a few clouds. The sun's out. It's beautiful at the Illinois State Fair. Now at 824 from Culver's West on Wabash.